Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Connecticut Show. This is Travis Poppleton. And this is Hillary filling in for Terrace Abney because he's not here. Finelli. And, wow, you got the middle name and everything. Yes, that's my full middle name on my birth certificate. I feel like um, I can tell if Terrence is going to have a good show or not based on whether he does that middle name. <laughs> so the fact that you slid that in, I'm already yes. feeling like this and is going to go well. I'm working on my podcast voice. <laughs> This is my first time in studio. Last time I was on the phone. So here we are. Soothing sounds. So good. Of the so Connecticut good. show. We um so for those of you listening on the radio, welcome. Sunday, Sunday afternoon. I suspect the weather is lovely and you're out gardening and and that's uh thank you for listening. And for those of you on the podcast, also thanks for listening wherever you are and whenever you are. Um thanks for listening to the show. We are super excited to have Hillary in studio today. Um, before we started, so what's happening is um, is I am going to be out possibly the next two weeks. And Where are you going? If you want to share with the people. Oh my God, I totally want to share. That's why I left it there. I was like, oh my God, please ask a follow-up question. And you did. Thank Travis, you. <laughs> where are you going for the next two weeks? We are all dying to know. Um, so that, those are great questions. And Terrence is gone this week mm -hmm. and he is in, so actually, so I was gone the previous week as well. Mm -hmm. We're, we're doing like these kind of zigzags. And I'm just here all the time. Um, Hillary, no friends Finelli is what I call myself. <laughs> oh, well that's, that's quite convenient for the show. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I was in California at a, a conference, oh. we're, we're both doing graduate work. His is PhD level, mine is not. So um, I'm I'm more impressed with what he's doing. Mm -hmm. But I went to San Diego and then I flew back as he was flying mm -hmm. out to Long Beach. Yeah, for a conference. Yes, yep. and I think he's technically he's in back. the area. Oh, he's back. Oh, he just didn't want to come in? I don't know where he is. I heard maybe he went to a wedding or Terrence, so many friends, Abney. Yes, that's a great middle name for him. Something going on. So, <laughs> um, he is somewhere, mm -hmm. not here. Um, but to your question, next week I will be in probably upstate, and then the following week uh, I'll be flying out to Michigan. Mm -hmm. And so during those two weeks, we would love to have you back. But here's a secret for all of our listeners: we don't actually record live on Sunday. So while you're listening to this on your Sunday drive, it's actually Tuesday night? Yes. No, oh, it's, no, it's Friday. We what? usually record on yeah. Tuesday nights. And yeah, it's Friday right it's now. It's Friday. So here's the point. Um, you you came in, and we've had this conversation about Terrence before in the past. And what? Um, now we're having it without him, so it feels like a secret. Yes. And he will never know unless he listens to this, which do you think he will? Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. Um, do you want to bet money on it? $5? That Terrence has to give you? Yeah, let me think if I'm $5 invested. I am at least $1.50 invested. Okay. That's you, fine. That's better than nothing. I am a Coke Zero invested. Okay. Do you drink Coke Zero? Diet Coke, yeah. I, I'm McDonald's. Diet Coke invested. Yes. Not not a sponsor. Not not saying you have to go there, but... Yes, but you, you go there. <laughs> yeah. Um, there it is. Uh, we have a Diet Coke mm -hmm. bet that you will lose. And as we talked about, Terrence, he has all the users, usernames and passwords and codes. Mm -hmm. 
and and somehow they just disappear no matter how many times I send them. So before we started the show, you came in and I gave you the whole skinny. Yes. And within, I think, 15 minutes, mm-hmm. we're now trusting you as the yes. main producer of the show. Thank you. That's fine. I'm the <laughs> responsible one. I First time here. I'm happy to be here. Um, if the, Those of you who have no idea who I am, if you didn't listen to the previous episode, that's they did. who I am. <laughs> the idea that you came in in 15 minutes are probably going to be able to run the show makes me very happy. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. No problem. And you all just have to keep coming back because I did tell you that I would never be the official main host. I'm in chair number two. I'm in co-host chair. Uh, I know you say Terrence usually sits here. You will likely fight for that chair next mm, week. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> not going to be in charge. Because you'll be running the board. And and like we talked about, I can run. Well, that's fine. I can run the board. But like we talked about, um, we're both introverts. And I guess you're in charge as an introvert. Um, but this is super out of my comfort zone to be doing all of this stuff. Um and I'm here because I'm pushing myself because I want to do it and obviously like work on my podcast voice. But podcast voice is um, amazing. But yeah, it's interesting. And I think for a message to anyone who wants to be a guest on the show but is too afraid or thinks it's weird, I would say just do it. Come just on the show. Come on the show. Just we, come on the show. We <laughs> look at me talking like <laughs> I'm a regular. We want you here. Travis and Terrence want you here. Um, so come on. Break out of that shell, baby. We so we were talking about the fact that we're both introverts, mm-hmm. and um, I was telling someone, who was I telling? I think it was um, my writing partner that she was asking me why I do the show as an introvert, and I explained to her that I just don't think people listen. Like I, I'm aware that people listen. People write into the yeah. show, or people will. And and let me just take one piece and put it on the shelf. My so when I was doing this back in Salt Lake, it was for a radio station and I knew thousands of people were listening mm-hmm. because it was like the news source. But at the same time, I didn't, if I asked my friends, hey, did you listen to the show? They would say no. Mm-hmm. Or if I asked literally my parents, they'd be like, no. And so like in my mind, it wasn't my world. Yeah. No one I understood or even really necessarily believed exist uh, ever interacted with it yeah when i came here and we were doing this it was the same philosophy it was this idea that but like my friends will never listen Mm -hmm. and so it was just this kind of nebulous void yeah but what was interesting is my friends do listen to the show and i'll randomly get texts saying oh hey this episode something something yeah um i i find that more unnerving Mm -hmm. because it was easier when it was just almost like all make believe yeah, does that makes sense. Yeah, that does that does make sense. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, th- there's no reason to really believe anything we're talking about right now is going anywhere well, outside then of this what room. What should we talk about? Exactly, exactly. So, as um, as an introvert, um, you grew up in Jersey, and I'm going to start there. I don't want to mm-hmm. make the whole show about you. We just had episode 29. Yeah, for you, that was all about me. It was all about you. Not everything, but most things, because I'm. I'm boring, and that's okay. I call myself boring. Everybody who's who knows me is like, you're not boring. And I'm like, okay. 
<laughs> if you say so. The um the 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 world of New England. Mm-hmm. Would you say this is uh, a welcoming place? Let's start there. As an introvert, oh. do you feel like New England has welcomed you in? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think so. Uh, last show, you referred to me as Connecticut positive, and mm-hmm. I love that. Um, yeah, I feel very welcomed in New England. I think um, New Jersey was a harder place to be. <laughs> New Jersey was less welcoming than New England. Maybe I don't know, cult, because of the culture. Just It's a very fast-paced place. There's a lot of um, assertive drivers in New Jersey. <laughs> so whether you're in a store or driving, I, I don't know. I just feel like everybody's in their own worlds, like trying to look out for success for themselves. And I've lived some other places outside of New Jersey um, but I, I think even in New England, it's more of a, yeah, like a, a welcoming place that can be more like community focused and um, team oriented, especially like at work and people say hi and people care and people want to talk to people hold doors. I, I, that's my experience. Um, when when we talk about the, the weather may be cold, but the people are warm you know, for the most part. I mean, there's I almost cursed. There's there's jerks. There's jerks everywhere. No, I mean, we've almost (laughs) made it 10 minutes. I'm very proud of you for making it that long. Um, The I feel like last week when we were talking Mm -hmm. about Jersey, that there was this idea that there's different parts of Jersey. Mm -hmm. Would you say that Jersey collectively is what you described or is it like because you you broke it up into three different sections? Mm -hmm, I did. I mean, I'm most familiar with I grew up in what I consider to be central Jersey on the Jersey Shore. Um, people were fine there. I don't have anything bad to say about the people there. It was fine. Neutral. Um, but I went to grad school in North Jersey up in Montclair. And I think that is where more of the hustle is, more of the individ- individualistic thinking. and the um, In Montclair. Every- yeah, everybody's- is that because the money? I think it's the money. It's by the city. So um, I think it's just more like people are just more focused and I don't, I don't that, want to say they're rude up there. It's just like they have other things to, to think about. Is that Jersey culture or is that money? Like, do you think if I, you were in a wealthy part of Boston, it would be the same but vibe? But don't you think that like when people think of Jersey, don't you think that people think of Jersey as like rude? Uh, again, assertive drivers, aggressive. Like, what do you think of when you think of New Jersey in terms of like the people that live there? I, I, I wonder sincerely if mm-hmm. it, my impression of Jersey is causation or correlation, right? Because yeah. if you go to a place thinking, oh, I, they have a reputation for being mm-hmm. quite rough, and then one person is rude, you're like, aha, you know, validated. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, yeah. I don't know that. I, I definitely am aware. And was quite nervous getting on the mm-hmm. Jersey Turnpike because of all of yeah. the rumors. But we're good drivers, just assertive. I'm not even saying aggressive. We just like make moves. There's this um, driving move called the Jersey Slide, <laughs> where you know how there's different lanes. Like the right lane is slow, the middle is whatever you're coasting, and the left lane is you're supposed to be going fast. Yeah. And all the exits, especially like off the parkway or the turnpike, are typically on the right. So. If you're in the left lane going however fast you're going and your exit's coming up super quick, 
the Jersey slide is when you take your car and you don't like shuffle from lane to lane. You just slide all the way over from the right. left whoop, right. right over. And uh, that's good. That takes skill, you know? So, but anyway, I think um, now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, I don't think it's about money. I think it is the culture because I feel like um, kind of in relation to New York and the, and this city, um, the culture of New York uh, and North Jersey, I think, are where a lot of Italian Americans live, and I can identify as that. Um, we're just loud and boisterous, and I don't think we mean to be rude. We just can come across that way in the way like that, especially like thinking, I don't have a Jersey accent, I don't think. I used to. My parents do. My family does. And they're very loud. I think I never... they're just used to that culture of being around a lot of people and being loud. And, you know, in New York, you go to a pizza place, everybody's yelling in the city. And it's not mean. They're just loud. I never watched Jersey Shore. Okay. When That's you, not when a good you representation. say like a Jersey accent, the truth is I'm not even sure what that would be. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's different versions too, but... My, I'm my, not, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna that, put turn did, on my Jersey accent. Oh, actually, that. no. I did see a, an episode of The Sopranos. At least I didn't watch The Sopranos. Mm. I know Zach Braff is from Jersey. I saw Garden State. I don't remember like any thick accents or any um, anything. Have you seen so- any like mob movies? Yes. Okay. But they like they take place in Boston or New York. Do they happen in well, Jersey? New York. Um, well, is the it Sopranos similar? takes place. Is it the place? same kind of, like, that kind of um, bravado hey, in the, that's, you know, you saying, <laughs> but you doing that, like, I go, oh, that's like a stereotype of a New York accent. Is that also how Jersey would be? In North Jersey, which is where I'm talking about. Okay. okay South wait, I Jersey. I think I've got it. I think I've got it. Mm-hmm. John Travolta in Greece. Okay, like, not in not by today's standards. That's not. Was that what he was trying to do? Danny Zucco. Yeah, he's trying to be the stereotypical like Italian. Okay. Yeah. I, I, there you go. So that's my. That's a very dated reference. <laughs> um, I'm sure there's much more modern. No, I'm pretty sure that's. I, it's one of my recent. favorite movies, but yeah. <laughs> I I think there's much more modern references. Like like you said, maybe you should watch an episode of The Jersey Shore and like. That's but kinda... but should I? But should I? Are you no, really recommending? No, don't. Um, no, I grew up at the Jersey Shore. That was my beach that they went to. Like their beach house is in the in the town that I went to the beach at. And um, when I turned twenty one, I went to the boardwalk to, you know, try to celebrate. And Snooky and Jay Wow were in the place that I was trying to go to. And you know, people went there to try to like meet them and stuff. But me and my friends just walked out. We're like, no, this is like not our life right now. They like changed our beach but anyway we're talking a lot about new jersey which is not new england it's not new england but it kind of is it kind of is not because it's (laughs) uh it's part of new england but you end up there yeah and i think a lot of people like much like my family um coming from new jersey we come up here to new england and vacation um and you up you end up in new england and i don't know I'm yeah. looking. You're you're probably thinking I'm being super rude. I'm looking no, at my not. phone because I'm I'm looking up quote best mm-hmm. representation of Jersey accent. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's actually a Reddit article mm-hmm. on this. Tell me. There's Tell me a lot this. of reading. Oh okay. But The Sopranos, Jersey okay. Shore, okay, 
all the um, things. At this, I'm accurately representing my state then. You're, you're at least hitting Reddit's top, top mm-hmm. ones. Any um, mob movies Russell on the list? Russell Crowe and Cinderella. So, so, sorry, Cinderella Man. Oh, I was like, what? Wait, Russell Crowe he, he was Cinderella. never in Cinderella. Yes, sorry. What's funny, in my brain, I was remembering him mm. boxing and said Cinderella, and then I was like, that doesn't no, sound I've right. No, I've never seen that movie. Um, okay, Russell Crowe and Cinderella Man nailed a certain Hudson County mm-hmm. accent. Is that different, or is that pretty? That's up in North Jersey. <laughs> I think, then right? one, one more comment I'm going to note. Tell them Snooki is from New York. Yes. There you go. I think most of the Jersey for the Jer- for the Jersey Shore folks are from New York and the point of the show is that they came down to the Jersey Shore for their summer vacation. Um one last one mm-hmm. which I find really interesting. The first few seasons of Monk. And I watched Monk quite a bit, but I don't actually remember any. Is that that what is Monk about? That psychiatrist? Monk is the, no, he's the detective, but oh. he doesn't like germs. Oh, okay, yes. Uh, very, very funny show. Tony Shalhoub mm-hmm. is, yes, yes. is a good actor. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, that's kind of dated. Like, no offense, but <laughs> <laughs> you're not old or anything. But. No, no. I, I mean, I my grandparents watched Monk and told me about it. I don't mm-hmm. know anything about um, your young, thriving grandparents. Oh, actually, you know what came up though, like early on, and I'm not sure if you've listened to this episode, but someone mentioned the Connecticut accent. No, and I, I wouldn't know what that is. Mm-mm. No, I've actually met a couple people from here who I'm like, oh, are you from New York? And they're like, no. So I don't know what that's about because I was like, it sounds like you're from yeah, New York, or but they're not. Maybe it's. Maybe they're from a part of Connecticut that's closer to New York, so maybe that seeps in. I'm not sure. If we were so like, if you were to, if we were to have the same conversation, and you were like, so Travis, tell me about Connecticut in the mm-hmm. same way that you were talking about Jersey, I could kind of cut it up. Um, but the problem is, like, I still don't get how we're Eastern Connecticut. No matter how many times I look at a map, so it would yeah. be wrong. So I would do it this way: There's the New York corner, mm-hmm. and the New York corner, I think, would go. Just all the way up that I, I say corner, but that anything that allows you to cross into New York, that kind of I, I think it's the western side because I'm assuming because we're the eastern side. Those are those seem to be nicer. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot more money there. Mm-hmm. There's a but I I I'm a, I'm actually going to touch on the story here in just a second. Then there's Eastern Connecticut, which is quiet, mm-hmm. very quiet, and then there's whatever Mystic is. Yeah. If I were to break it into three. But there's also like there are the kind of um, places like Walterberry. And I know I, I it's, <laughs> is that the accent they have there? <laughs> no. But I, 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 I um, so there was this this is totally sidetracking. But there was an interview I was watching with Emily Blunt mm-hmm. and she was complaining about John Krasinski's accent and they have a daughter. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I hate I hate that he is teaching our daughter to say water when it should be water. It oh. should be such a lovely word. And so every time I drive mm-hmm. through Waterbury, I'm like, Walterberry, just have to say yeah. it. Yeah. But also that's one word that if people say, you can kind of tell where they're from based on their accent of how they say water. The word water. The word water. Mm-hmm. Go on. Especially like in New Jersey, because um, if we're going back to breaking New Jersey down into three parts, 
North Jersey has that more of New York accent, whereas South Jersey, their city is Philly, so they have more of the Philly, Southern Pennsylvania accent, um, which is different. It's a different thing. So you can tell what parts of New Jersey, if if you're familiar, you can tell what parts of New Jersey people are from by the way they... They say the word water. Water. Yeah. Can you give Wooder. me the water? Wooder. Wooder is the way that people, <laughs> I believe, <laughs> nobody from New Jersey get mad at me. I think that's true, though. Wooder. Um, and that's how people from South Jersey say it. And like water or like water. <laughs> it's more of the North Jersey, Italian, New York This is situation. really, I've, I've never thought about this. Mm-hmm. The first time I thought about it was when Emily Blunt said it, and mm-hmm. it was quite novel to me. But now now that you're saying this, I'm like, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course, because you have the A yeah. and the R, and the A and the R, and the T, because some people drop the T, mm-hmm. and they'll say like, water. Turns it, oh. Wa- water, mm-hmm. water. It's more like with mountain. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, that's a mountain. Mm-hmm. So people drop the Ts. The Rs are always a dead giveaway. And the way that you say an A, like water is the perfect word. But so far, I feel like Connecticut is accentless. <laughs> so another days. thing that we talked about in the show, you would you would ask if I get many trick or treaters. Yeah. So tell me, because you've been here a year, what was your experience in Coventry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, last year um, was my first year here, and um, thinking back to my childhood, the streets were wild with trick or treaters. Um, it was a super fun time um, in New Jersey. And I would assume it was similar um, in New England. But here last year, I bought so much candy because I was so excited. It's my first year as a homeowner last year. Um, It's like, I'm going to have trick-or-treaters. This is so exciting. Bought so much candy. Um, Even on Halloween, on my way home from work, I stopped to buy more candy because I was nervous I wouldn't have enough. And I already had like 10 pounds. I was just so excited. Like, there's so many kids around. Um, no, that's false. Um, in my neighborhood at my house, I got like max seven kids, and they were all with their parents. They were like that little, I would say like five and under. And I really think it was because the parents wanted the candy, which is fine. I understand that. Um, I might do that too if I had children, but um, <laughs> which I don't. Just dogs, which I guess I could dress them up. People would like that, right? If I dressed my dogs up and brought them trick-or-treating. I have no idea what I would think if an adult showed up at my house with a dog in costume, but the wow. dog had like a little thing in its mouth, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's holding the bin. Yeah. I mean, you I know. I would give it candy, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't give the dog candy. You would like want to give it a milk bone or something. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I would say, oh, it's fine. You can give you can give my dog candy. Like, <laughs> just, we'll just... figure it out later. But uh, you know us millennials with our pets as children. Mm-hmm. I don't subscribe to that. I do have two dogs, but I don't refer to them as my children. But anyway, yeah, I only had seven trick-or-treaters, and I was disappointed. But also, my neighborhood is very dark. It's a scary place to be at night. So it's that doesn't seem like a super friendly or welcoming place to walk around the streets looking for candy, which also brought this other point into my mind of how I make up stories about my neighbors that I don't know. Like, I believe that this one house down the street from me, like a murderer lives there, but that's a different day. 
That's a different it day. It is not. It's not a different day. You I thought guess this it was, was Halloween this is the Halloween related. episode. One one of the other things we were talking about was podcasts mm-hmm. that you listen to. Yes. I'm uh, a true crime girl. Yeah. And you, you are a true crime. You were telling me what shows to listen yes. to. You brought up um, Lore, which you said has been largely yeah. New England. Mm-hmm. I'm new to the show Lore. Um, it's just um, scary stories, true stories. Um most of the first few episodes that I've been listening to the stories have been from New England, but it's pretty good. Um, yeah, I listen to... Are they uh, supernatural stories? Yeah. Yes. Which I believe in. I know you don't believe in that stuff. I 100% believe in aliens. I 100% believe in ghosts. I've never... I had one experience, which I think Terrence referenced, that I saw a haint one time. I don't think it was a haint, but I do think it was a ghost. But um, I 100% believe in all that. I'm open to it. I want to experience it. But it hasn't happened to me yet. Let me ask on lore Mm -hmm. because uh, there's like folklore podcasts Mm -hmm. where they're like, here are the stories of Irish fairies or something like that. They do talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering, do they present it as like if we were talking about like the movie The Haunting is based on someplace in New England, right? Yeah. Um, Do they present it like The Haunting happened? Like just matter of factly, it happened, or are they saying yes. some people believe? They tell. I believe that they tell the stories like as though they happened. Yeah. Okay. No, I was just wondering I like, like how they approach it with lore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is so, there anything specifically spooky or interesting you've heard? Let's totally take their about content. New England. Yeah. What was um, one of the great New England stories? So I've heard about. Um, I was actually looking this up to prepare myself just in case we were talking about spooky things today because of Halloween. So one thing that I've heard a lot about, not I think it was an episode of Lord that I listened to, but it's it was also on at least one other podcast um, that I listened to was um, it's this place in Massachusetts that um, is not obviously not the Bermuda Triangle, but it's this triangle, the Bridgewater Triangle in Massachusetts. And um, it's basically just uh, an area of land supposedly between the towns of Abington. It looks like on the map, Abington, Freetown, and Rehoboth. It's like you could see this triangle on the map where really weird, creepy, supernatural, paranormal things happen in that area. So that's been something that's been interesting to me. Is there a reason that triangle exists? Like have three events happened or is there three landmarks that have supernatural? Um... I'm not sure. I think it's just the area. Like maybe just a lot of things have happened within that area. Um, historic. Look, looking on Wikipedia right now. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. It's my source. You, you are as long um, as we're not telling people to go there. No, I'm not. I'm and just it's, saying. Actually, they don't. It's nonprofit. I think mm, we're okay yeah. as long as they don't. You make don't money. even have to pay. Yeah. Um, they ask you to pay, but you don't have to. Um. It just says it's claimed to be a site of alleged paranormal phenomena ranging from U.S. UFOs, poltergeists, other weird things, Bigfoot sightings, other weird things. But I guess there's a couple of places in there. The Freetown Fall River State Forest has been a site of a lot of cult activity. Maybe that's why satanic rituals, is that, So is that the forest where there's like a lot of um, artifacts of old? It was like an old town and there's still like the foundations of the house. Are the houses? I honestly couldn't tell you. Okay, there are a lot of cool places uh-huh. in New England where, like, all of a sudden there's just a yeah. castle, or all of a sudden you'll just find an old, like, the mm-hmm. remnants of an old town. But the the remnants are like stone walls. They're mm-hmm. beautiful. It's not like walking into some place where there's broken down wood. 
there's Madame Sherry's Forest, where there's mm -hmm. just this spiral staircase, this stone spiral staircase going up toward the sky. And yeah. those those kind of artifacts are, are super cool. Um, and And if there was a lot of paranormal mm -hmm. activity in the United States, obviously we had a lot of new people here. We had a lot of very uh, super, not supernatural, um, people that believed in mm -hmm. the supernatural. And I mean, New England's the place. It's old, yes. lots of cemeteries. Right. A That's lot of, it. <laughs> a lot of people that died here didn't die well. Right. Right. So there's a lot of like, if you believe that trauma has something to do with like leaving spirits, mm -hmm. New England would have a lot of reasons that people didn't move on. Yes. I get it. And I'd also say like, as you were going through your list of like, I totally believe this, I totally mm -hmm, believe this. Mm -hmm. I feel like everybody is like, oh, I don't believe in anything until you say the right thing. Because mm -hmm. you were like, uh, uh, aliens. Mm -hmm. I uh, do believe in aliens. Yeah, and I was like, eh, it could be. You know, like everybody has their like, yeah, their bounds. So I, I don't want to be like yeah. totally off um, key. The um, I don't know if you know about Tesla, how they send... I'm saying Tesla, whatever, whatever Elon Musk owns. Where oh, SpaceX. Where they're throwing satellites into space. So one night That's I'm SpaceX. up on Horse Barn Hill, and um, I'm just I'm just walking it. I'm uh, talking to my writing partner mm -hmm. about like the next chapter we're writing or something, and then I stop and I'm like, I think I'm seeing a UFO. Mm -hmm. So I pull my camera out. I actually hang up and pull my camera out because you cannot record video while you're on a call. I learned. Um, and there is, I'll put it on, I'll put it as a story on. Is it one of those super shaky videos that you can No, it's actually see? really clean. It's perfect. Wow. And there's, there's 15 to 30 lights in a row, like going up quickly, uniformly. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, there's no explanation for this. I think I might be seeing a UFO. Wow. That's impressive based on what you've said that you don't believe in. So then. I'm walking, so you know Horse Barn. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually walking up and over, and mm -hmm. it's it's probably 8.30. It's after, it's dark now, but there's mm -hmm. still college kids up there. Yeah. And there were uh, two kids, and I was like, hey, did you just see those lights? And they were like, yeah. Ooh. And I was like, did you did you record it? And they were like, absolutely, mm -hmm. we were freaking out. Yeah. And I was like, what was it? Did you? But it's not, I haven't seen it on the news or anything. What's going on? Turns out. Oh. This is okay. so much, this is so much scarier than a UFO. <laughs> uh-huh. Elon Musk is sending satellites to completely net the Earth. There will be satellites, Elon Musk's personal satellites, I guess SpaceX's or whatever, but um, 20,000 of them. And so those line of dots was a line of his satellites going up into the sky. And you can only see them for like an hour. Mm -hmm. I'm not even sure if it was an hour, but once they get to a certain point, you can no longer see them. So I'm on Horse Barn and these lights are just going off in yeah. the sky and I'll post it on Insta, at least mm -hmm. as a story, maybe as, and it's not real worthy, but as a story. Um, and so then after they said that, I looked it up. Mm -hmm. And But that's not common knowledge. Like me no. as a regular human, I have no idea about that. So I would absolutely think I was seeing aliens and probably would never ever have thought otherwise unless I saw those kids up there and were like, this is what it is. I am texting Terrence. I'm uh -huh. like, dude, there's a, have you seen this? I, I sent him the video yeah. and he was like, what is that? So America in, needs to know or the world, the world, like, the who world regulates needs that? to know. So the, the thing is like, oh, I'm going to give high speed Internet yeah. to poor countries. Right. But we need to like put satellites everywhere for that. Um, but still, 
And when you see it, like if you go look at it, the chart, mm -hmm. like it's just this net of satellites that will completely yeah. envelop the That's earth. Weird. That's scarier to me than aliens. Yeah. And I think in today's world with all like the modern technology and things that are happening that we don't even know, it feels when you see something like that in the sky, I guess it could feel like it's less likely that you're seeing an alien and you're just like, it must be Elon Musk doing something weird, you know? <laughs> you Whereas like- shake your heads, Elon <laughs> Musk. <laughs> but like my other New England thing that I'm super interested about um, is, have you ever heard of Betty and Barney Hill? Um, they were abducted by aliens in New Hampshire and it was the first like widely reported um, alien abduction story like ever. Like, I'm sure people had experienced being abducted by aliens, but this was in the 1960s, and, like, they said they were abducted, and it was, like, the first big story of an alien abduction. So that's intriguing to me this because, like— This is the first one. Like, I don't want to say it's the first abduction, but it's the first widely reported— What Do you know what year, and did you tell me? Yes. Um. So it's Betty and Barney Hill. It happened in New Hampshire— and it happened in 1961. In 1961. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, I think I did. So I I think it was HBO Max. J.J. Abrams did a series on UFOs. This is how we're going to make it. Uh, yeah. And I'm listening. <laughs> this is I'm, how we're making it Halloween. I'm uh, looking at a History Channel uh, article, which I watch History Channel all the time. Like it's. I watch The Unexplained and Mysteries at the Museum. Like, that's me. That's my introvert life, sitting on my couch right. on a Friday night, watching those weird things. Um, anyway. But I, I do remember this. Mm -hmm. And there was a, a guy that went around who was trying to, like, study all of the people claiming abductions mm -hmm. psychologically. And he eventually was just like, I think I just believe it. Yeah. Why are all these people making this up? Mm -hmm. There's nothing for them to gain. And like, if you think it's about fame, nobody wants it's the, the attention. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this psychologist who wanted to like spend mm -hmm. all of this time trying to understand what's wrong with them or figure out a way to diagnose mm -hmm. them, eventually was just like, they're not making it up. But also, yeah, like when it's like normal people, and there's two of them. It was a husband and wife, and yeah, they were. I don't know. It was. It's interesting. Wait, and they were. Were they an interracial couple? Yes. I remember yes. because that was the first theory. Was mm -hmm. like it must be the pressures of being an interracial yeah. couple in a um, New England town. Yeah, and even more so, like at that time, why would you want attention on you? Like, you're, if you're just trying to live your life in a peaceful right. way, like, yeah. why would you bring alien abduction into this whole thing? To like, you know. So I, I just think that's an interesting. That's a New England story too. Paranormal. Story. We should talk. I I wonder if we went down this road. Oh, I I'm sure I have a lot. I mean, I have a bad memory, so I can't think of them off the top of my head. But I've heard a lot of stuff from New England. Yeah. Specifically though, like UFOs. Like mm -hmm. how many UFO sightings besides this? There. That's are we a, are we a hot spot for? I think that Bridgewater Triangle is a hot spot. I've heard some stuff from Rhode Island, though. I think UFOs happen everywhere. Like. You know, especially too in um, the Southwest, that's a big UFO hotspot with all the deserts and I stuff. Just, I which just, I lived in the Southwest for a while as well. Have you have you seen anything? No, I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm so pissed. Okay, that was <laughs> hello. My, that was totally my experience. If aliens are listening, please. Hello, I don't want to be abducted. That's a little scary. But um, let me see something. When I'm when talking. I saw that line, I was mm -hmm. like, oh my god, I think. 
this is happening. It's and I, my time. And what I, it's what I thought. And <laughs> I actually thought, I don't care if no one believes me. Like, I'm just happy it happened. Yeah, that's what I... But then, okay, yeah, but then like, there was an explanation. Yeah, and I like say I want this to happen, but I'm sure I'd be scared. I can't like ghosts. I think I saw a ghost one time recently, but I wasn't scared of that because it wasn't in my house. But like I envisioned, see- <laughs> okay. Like, and this, let's as long let's as you stay there, we're okay. Go to this story from my childhood. Okay. The Sixth Sense was the first scary movie I ever saw, and it's it gave me nightmares for at least I don't know. I want to say a year, multiple years. I just thought like I was going to be able to see dead people. I thought that have you ever seen The Sixth Sense? I thought that that little girl was under my bed, that she was going to grab at my ankles. I couldn't. Um so I say I want to say see ghosts. I say I want to have those experiences, but I probably couldn't handle it. <laughs> right. Mm. But you just saw one and it was okay because it wasn't um, at your house. Oh yeah, I drove by. Oh, actually, you you had this story because Terrence was. I, I'm assuming it was you. Yeah, I, so, I'm assuming too. He got it wrong, but it's fine. Do do explain. Well, I mean, there's nothing. It's, I don't know. I was driving home from the Big E, and I like taking back roads, so I was like, oh, let me take this back road. It's only 15 minutes more, but of course, taking a back road, I like ran into this accident, and I was waiting for the accident. Everybody seemed to be okay. I was waiting for the accident to clear, for. Probably like 45 minutes. I, I didn't turn around because I was like, if I turn around, it's going to take me this much longer to get back to the highway, whatever. I just waited. So by the time I was driving um, and I got to this weird general store in the middle of nowhere in the backwoods of northeastern Connecticut, I will say, um, it was dark. <laughs> it was like 9, probably like 9, 9.15 and um, past this general store and it was super dimly lit. Nobody was there. There was no cars. It was not open. But there was this, what I saw, like, really quickly, this guy who looked to be dressed in, like, a suit or at least, like, formal, more of, like, a formal, old-timey, like, sweater, Mr. Rogers-type vibe, sitting on a bench outside, like, waiting or smoking a cigarette. And I think when I passed it, I didn't think anything of it, but then reflecting on it like right after I saw it I had already passed I was like wait that didn't make sense like what was that guy doing there like who what nobody was there there was no cars around no cars parked it wasn't even open and he was just sitting on the bench like hanging out smoking I was like it was a ghost that that was something where you may have seen a ghost Mm. and you were okay with that yeah all right so I'm gonna I'm gonna just get it had nothing correct. to do with me. It wasn't in my space. Right. But if I'm watching a horror movie, that's how it starts. Right. So like I don't know that oh, in you my think they're mind gonna, like, attached to you. Yeah. In like, my mind, that's the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's not the end. It's yeah. not like, oh, I saw that one ghost. And, yeah. and I'm not trying to creep you out. Like, are you sure it's over? But like in my mind, that would be the beginning of whatever mm-hmm. is going to happen for the rest of the night or. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm going to see this guy in my mirror when I'm in the bathroom. Yeah. I get that. And yeah. um. And creepy Mr. Rogers sweater mm-hmm. just just makes it. It didn't feel creepy. It felt kind of peaceful, which maybe is another reason it's not bothering me so much. Because when you hear ghost stories, some people talk about like, oh, like this is giving me a peaceful energy or this is giving me like a not great energy. Like there's different energies. But um, speaking of scary movies is another Halloween topic. I'm fine with a majority of scary movies, but I cannot like 
there's been these commercials out for this new Exorcist movie. I can't do that. Like things with like that, with ghosts and those types of paranormal things in people's houses. I can't watch movies about that. So then I'm like, I probably don't want to see that in my house then. I can watch all the murder stuff. I can watch all the saw stuff, all the gross stuff, all that. But like ghosts, that scares me. That's a that's a very specific genre. Like the mm-hmm. Exorcist is talking about a very evil, um, yeah. intrusive, but but also some people consider very mm-hmm. real. Yeah, exorcisms really happen. So, yeah. so it's I think it's tapping into a very different thing, and it's tapping into a very different part of what scares you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the torture porn that you're talking about, um, <laughs> that's that's real too. Yeah, but it's substantial the yeah. the idea that something can just be there and it's evil mm-hmm. i think that Mm-mm. that yeah. plays on a different part of your psyche so, so that, that's not too surprising yeah and i watched the exorcism of emily rose many many years ago i couldn't tell you what the whole movie was about but the way that it started was she woke up at like three or four o'clock in the morning and it showed the clock i don't know what time it was and there was a blue light and she followed the blue light Mm-hmm. So now, like, and I, I don't know, sometimes wake up at three or four o'clock in the morning and I check my phone and I'm like, oh, it's three or four o'clock in the morning. And it scares me that I'm waking up at the time. And then I'm like, okay, I have to close my eyes before I see like some blue light because that's going to mean I'm going to get possessed and we're going to have to go through all that, you know. Respect. <laughs> we're going to totally, have to go yeah. through all that. We don't really have time for that. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. The, um, so if you were to then recommend a movie mm. for our Halloween. Oh, Yes, I have a good one. Because my, it, it is Halloween. One of my favorite, Tuesday. yeah, yeah, one of my favorite scary movies. And again, this kind of goes against what I'm saying. Have you ever seen Deliver Us from Evil? I have not. No. It's based on a true story, um, not in New England, unfortunately. Um, happened in New York, where um, basically the plot is that someone in the military was in the Middle East and came across something weird in the desert and got possessed there, came back to New York. So now this New York police officer and a priest um, are trying to find this guy and help um, exorcise him from the demon that he picked up while he was overseas. Um, And I just really like the dynamic of the police officer and the priest, and I like them as actors too. And it was just really good based on a true story. So I don't know why that doesn't scare me. It, It scared me. But I also thought it was a very well-made movie. And I always forget the name of it. And I'm so impressed with myself that I remembered. Because I guess this is important. Did something happen in the movie with this possessed person? Does he hurt someone? Yes. And there's a part where they're in, like, the zoo. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just asking, like... um, I I mean, I feel like in all movies like that, like, they're going to hurt somebody. Right. (laughs) But if it's it's a true story, that means like somewhere someone was arrested for this and there's like documentation that this person claimed to be possessed. Is it that kind of a... Mm-hmm. I think they're looking for this person. Still today? No, 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 no. Like in the movie. Oh, I see. Okay. They like heard about this person. Um, I think it was like through their family. And obviously this person like went off the rails and like was running around New York doing stuff at the zoo, doing stuff. And they found him and they got him and they put him in... Um, handcuffs and I remember the scene where he was like in an interrogation room or some setting like that and they were trying to exercise the demon out of him no spoilers I won't tell you the ending yeah don't tell me if they do or not but like is there something in the story that substantiates it more than someone who would claim 
I'm possessed. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of demonic things. There are so many things that you cannot see when you're listening to the show. But if you saw Hillary's expression, you would know she like, a lot happened. I don't know. Watch the movie. So much. I I haven't seen it in a very long time. It scared me. Yeah. Um, but I just thought it was a really good, scary movie. There it was. Uh, um, going back to what is your... your favorite scary movie? By the way, I'm gonna answer that in one okay. second. Mm-hmm. Going back to the the um person you saw in the sweater. Mm-hmm. So I had this one experience where I had nothing to do with it mm-hmm. except that I existed. Um, and I was speaking to a woman. She was from Atlanta. And we both worked at the same place. So mm-hmm. we were, I think I was in Atlanta actually. Um, and so we were at an office and we were talking and it was just, she was on one side of the table and I was on the opposite side of the table and we're having basically an interview. And toward the end of the interview, she's like, so I hope this isn't uncomfortable, but I, I just want you to know that I see things from time to time. It happens in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, my one gr- of those. Yeah, my grandmother had started started seeing things mm-hmm. and then my mother and I and and just recently I've noticed it in me as well. And I was like, oh, that seems really out of the blue, which is I'm confident is not what I said, but at least I was thinking and, and said something to the effect of, oh, how did that come mm-hmm. up? And she says, there is a woman that has been behind you this whole time. She's dressed in white and she's a good spirit. Mm-hmm. So I don't want you to freak out about it. And I don't believe her. At the same time, I'm so comforted when she says it's a good spirit. So like, yeah. I believe her that much. I believe her enough to where I'm like, wait, why is there this yeah. woman behind me? And when she's like, it's a good spirit, I was like, oh, well, okay. And she was like, it was an interview setting. So she was like a professional person with like a whole it, job and like all this kind of stuff. She was trying to join our team. Oh, like it oh, was so see, that... out of, but it was so <laughs> out of interesting. Like, yeah, because it was like a very professional mm-hmm. interview. And we're talking about like, what are your skills or something? And and she felt so impressed to tell me that she had wow. seen this woman that she was like, look, I, I get it. This is going to be mm-hmm. weird. This might affect my chances of being on the team. That but was I just my next question. want you to know. Did you get the job? And no. But not because of that? Nothing to do with that. Um, she was actually talking to me not as like an interview to get on the team, mm-hmm. but an interview to... Um, understand if the team was right for her. Oh, so it was like more of a what do you do? Okay. What is it you're trying to do next yeah. in your career? And then it was a so she had nothing to gain yeah. or lose by saying but, it. But, though I think that's a good thing to yeah. bring up if you're trying to figure out if a space is right for you or not, but to see how people react when you say something like that. <laughs> like this is just who I am, and I'm gonna see people. So like, how is how are these people gonna react? If you are <laughs> if you are my people, you will be totally okay with the next thing I'm yeah. about to say. Mm. Interesting. Enough. Yeah, it's a good. Tactic. Which reminds me of another podcast I I started listening to. It's called Otherworld. Mm-hmm. It's just some guy. Who talks to people who email him about their paranormal experience is very interesting. Like, I feel like the story that you and your brother have mm-hmm. in your house growing up, he would love to talk to you about that. So if you're looking to be a guest on a podcast, email that guy. I, I'm not. However, Ethan, my brother might be because he, yeah. he, I think, still believes he in a lot more He told that story very well, yeah. So. It's probably for the best that that lady talked to him and not you then, huh? <laughs> what I, okay so if you go back several episodes <laughs> yeah sorry i went to my original home to uh to because we grew up thinking it was haunted yeah and i wanted to know if the next residence 
that occupied the home also had experiences. Uh, and the woman did not speak English. And so I was never able to have that conversation with her. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what that conversation would have even looked like. Yeah. I just wanted to know. Yeah. Um, but I, I think even on that show, I was trying to say it, but I didn't say it correctly. Whether it was haunted or not haunted, it occurred to me later that of course she would say yes. So if something naturally was happening, if there was a fault line or something that was like causing. Okay, just... but it wasn't. But if it was, mm -mm. it would still keep happening, right? And then also if it was haunted, it would still keep happening. So her. Unless the spirit came with you. Like unless it was your family's thing. It is possible he was a guy in a sweater, like a Mr. Rogers sweater that yeah. was smoking. Um, and then he moved to New England. He went to New England. Yeah. So he, that could have been your guy. Except that he's still there. They're, they they say that he's still there, mm. and actually they, they they think it's a woman or a child. Yeah, yeah. And I one know. one other thing that my brother said on that show was it's a minor, um, but I think some people might have thought that was a child. The the stories from the people who actually saw something, yeah, did refer to the long hair, but they assumed it was a man with long hair, mm -hmm. so they were assuming it was like someone who was maybe like a gold rush yeah. guy back mm -hmm. in California. There you go. We're way off track. What is your favorite scary movie, Travis? My my all-time favorite scary movie. Um, and I'm not a huge mm -hmm. horror fan, so I'm probably the wrong person for this. I'm not either. But, but I think the movie that impressed me the most in the horror genre is Babadook. I just think that was one of the, the most stellar, mm. beautifully told, genuinely scary but also, but also just saying so much more than, hey, this is just a ghost story. Hmm. I think Babadook is 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 really actually good cinema. I've never heard of it. Scary. Never heard of it. You may have. Is it have... based on a true story? No. What is the year of production? Probably 2012 okay. to 15. Oh, okay. So it was a Sundance film. Uh, and I used to cover Sundance when mm, I was living okay. in Salt Lake. And when it came out, I don't really do horror. Mm -hmm. So I was I didn't think much of it. And I was but my friend who did cover it was like, Travis, this isn't a normal horror movie. Yeah. You 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 probably will enjoy it. Um so I did check it out and, and he was absolutely right. So Babadook, you may have actually heard of it. Is there anybody of note in it? No, but but it, they did a, a Treehouse of Horror. So if you watch the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror Halloween specials, it's it's popular culture enough mm. that it's the one about the children's book. Yes. And she like tries to burn the book and it keeps coming back. And there's something about the mm. three knocks. But it's if you ever see like a pop-up book mm -hmm. with a scary image that comes, that's from the Babadook. Okay, I think I've yeah. heard about I think I've heard of it. Check it out. You might like it. Eh. It's pretty good. We'll see. It's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. No, I'm more of a, you mentioned The Simpsons. I'm more of a family guy parody person. I, I don't watch guy. The Simpsons. Oh, okay. But on Disney Plus, they have just the Halloween episodes. Oh, that's weird. So you could just go watch the okay. Halloween episode. And I'm absolutely a Halloween special guy. Mm -hmm. If someone does a yeah, Halloween special, Yeah, this is your holiday. What, yes. Have you talked, maybe you've talked about why you love it so much. I think you have, just like the whole culture around like the all hallows eve stuff and yes I don't know. am i making this up no not oh, okay. at all no the whole yeah. the whole season is mm -hmm. so lovely to me and i think are that... you doing anything special for the season the holiday we um so goodness we are at the top of the hour and this is like such oh, a okay. big topic 
but I will say next that year we'll save it for next year. <laughs> we we like combine Equinox and Halloween and Samhain and um, Dia de los Muertos like mm-hmm. into one day. Mm-hmm. We celebrate the whole season. But absolutely, let's talk about the Poppleton family holiday calendar someday because I I think it's 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 di- probably it sounds different than traditional what what folks would refer to as traditional we've holiday we've made calendars. up all of our own holidays. I love that we my family grew up in a faith that we eventually mm-hmm. left and then we were like well what what do we actually care about and then we kind of made our own holidays based on that. I love that. We'll talk about that sometime, Hillary. We're at the top of the hour. And it felt like no time passed at all. No, it goes by so quick, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, it does. Um, do you want to think and... and oh, yeah. Yes. I'm going to let you do this part. Yes. So this whole time, I don't know if anybody else has experienced <laughs> this as well. Obviously, the lovely musicians who lead the show in and lead the show out um, are Bon Bon Vivant. I have thought this whole time that um, Travis and Terrence have been saying Bon Bon Bavant with a B until I tried to Google them to figure out like, oh, I want to like hear more of their music or see what they're about or whatever. Bon Bon Vavant. With a V. With a V. Yes. So let us know if you've misunderstood that as well. And if you have, now you know how you can look them up if you're interested in hearing more of their music. Outside of that, thank you, Bon Bon Vivant, for for the lovely music. Yes, and again, if you want to hit us up, if you have any questions, uh, if you have had any experiences that you want to talk about with UFOs, I think we should do a New England UFO Mm -hmm. episode. And if you want to uh, be part of that or if you have a story that you would like to contribute, please hit us at info at Connecticut.show, go out to the website, or send something in our... um, in our message box there. So with that, did we miss anything? I tend to miss something. Uh, Bonbon Vivant bon bon with a Vivant. V. Hit us new, up at info. new look at New England. That's what we're doing. I, yeah, this isn't, and I think we missed that all together. Yeah, but I'm saying it now. You just said it. Uh, we miss you, Terrence. Uh, if you're listening to this, um, Travis gets a Diet Coke. If you're not listening to this, I get a Diet Coke. That's so meta. <laughs> All right, for Travis Poppleton and Hillary Finelli, this is the Connecticut Show. If you want, you can be like peace. And love. I was like, mm, no, I don't. Do that. <laughs> All right, now goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>